He's talking about when you were a child, the things that uh, excited you. Amen. And uh, now that I'm an adult and have a business, have a church, deal with situations over and over and over again, my mind goes back to being so excited because I had a paper route. And if I got enough people to go on my route, they would give me a little magnet, magneta to put on the tire in front of my bike and put my light on the front of my bike. So I would have a light. It would make its own light on my bike. And in my mind, the, the, the thing that really excited me as that child and then thinking about <clears throat> the saying, God, uh, God is great, really excited me. And um, just those little things. And, uh, uh, oh, it was God is good. Is God good? Good is God. That just, in, that just as a child just blew my mind. I was like, man, isn't that something? And I... I, for a while. But anyways, things have changed, haven't they? We've grown up. Things are more, uh, I guess, deeper in the way of thinking. And so, yes, when you see a child and uh, that child comes to you, love that child. Praise the Lord. Be kind to that child. Jesus says, amen, suffer not the little children to come unto me. And uh, And so... Um, Jesus loves the little children. Let's all stand. Amen. I'm excited about today. Amen. And I'm excited about the service today. I'm excited about the word of the Lord. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. Aren't you excited about what God's doing in your lives? Praise God. Every day we get better. Every day we get closer. Every day God does more. Amen. Praise God. Um, we are going to uh, dedicate two more of my grandkids today in Salem, Ohio. That's why we're not having service tonight. It's because um, if my family goes, then it's the majority of the church. And sorry about that, but I hated to miss Sunday night service. But, um, uh, you know, church, um, church is a wonderful thing. It is not God. God is God. But church is the thing that brings us to God. And I uh, think church is the place where you find out more about God. And so um, it is it's just really good. I want to talk to you today with the help of the Lord for just a little bit on the subject, I live by faith. I live by faith. If we want to narrow it down to just one thing, that's like the football player saying, this is a football we can narrow it down to one thing. I live by faith. One of my favorite scriptures, there's two favorite scriptures. I can do all things through Christ Jesus. It strengtheneth me. And then there's this Galatians 20, 2 and 20, which says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not I, but Christ that liveth within me. In the flesh, uh, in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Lord, we love you, God, and praise you, Jesus, for this day. God, I thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. 
Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, to touch God and to move upon this service today. Help me, dear Lord, as I speak your word to your people. And God, I'm going to give you the praise, the glory, the honor, in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen? amen. You may be seated. You know, it's amazing to me. Sometimes we have service, and this side is completely, not completely full, but pretty full. And this side is a little bit empty. And then sometimes we have service where this side is a little bit empty. And this side is full. Praise God. It's amazing. So, I live by faith. Can you say that today? I live by faith. Can you say it today? I live by faith. All right. Praise God. Praise God. We must base our faith, first of all, on the Word of God. God's Word is our faith. Think about it. How else would you know about salvation? How else would you know about the things of God? Now, God filled me with the Holy Ghost, and he spoke through me in another language. That blows my mind, that in the Scripture I find that that can happen, and in my own life it happened. Praise God. When God filled you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, praise God. But basically, our relationship with the Lord is built upon our faith in him. It's got to be in him. And in the word, we find that Jesus died on Calvary for me. So when we find that he died on Calvary for me, then, praise God, we know, amen, that we're saved. If, if I live by the law, if I live by the do's and don'ts of the law, then Christ died in vain. Paul tells us that I live by faith of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. If I am my own Savior, then I died in vain, or Christ died in vain. But most of all, if I do not believe in the grace of the Lord, if I do not believe in Christ, if I do not believe that God is willing to forgive me of my sins and to wash them away, Praise God. I don't have that faith that it takes. Then Christ actually died in vain when it comes to me. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He is God. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Think about that. We have to believe that God is God. We've got to understand that he is God. The angels that left not their first estate did not understand that he was God. You have to believe that he is God. Because you see, the salvational message does not come by actually what we do. It is not our repentance and baptism in the Holy Ghost that saves us. Oh boy. Praise God. That really can make you wonder. And the reason I say that is, and I just hold with me, don't take that out of content. 
The reason I say that is, praise God, because in the Old Testament, Noah was not saved by repentance, baptism, and Holy Ghost. Noah was saved because he had faith in God and he did exactly what God told him to do and that was to build an ark. Abraham did not have faith, or did, Abraham did not repent, be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. Abraham was saved because, amen, Abraham came out of his homeland and walked with God. All these, and Hebrews will tell you, all these were saved due upon the fact that they had faith to do what God told them to do. And so, I'm going to continue to say what I said before. I'm going to continue through here so that you understand what I'm trying to say here today. Our faith isn't based upon repentance and baptism and Holy Ghost. It's not to say that we're not to do it. Matter of fact, we are to do it. But our faith or our salvation is based on the fact that we believe God to do exactly what he told us to do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you today? My salvational is based upon his faith. I live by faith. It is my faith that looks into the word of the Lord and understands every day I get up and my faith lets me know, praise God, that I need to live for him, walk for him, talk for him, and obey him. When we get to heaven, there will be people there because they made the right sacrifice. They built the right ark. And there will be people there because they did exactly what God told them to do. And that was repent and be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And everybody will be saved based on faith in what God told them to do. The angels which kept not their first estate lost that because of their unbelief that he was God and that he was a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise God. Faith in God deserves that all men, I mean, faith in God is a desire. God has a a faith. Now, I want to talk about doubt for a little bit here today. There's a thing of doubt. Everybody has doubt. They struggle with doubt. When I first received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the Lord came and filled me with his spirit, I spoke with tongues, but I went home kind of down. God spoke through me. I had the Holy Ghost, but I did not accept it. I did not not believe that God could fill me. And it wasn't until a little later that I really got what was called the joy In realizing, sometimes we struggle believing that God is willing to forgive us of our sins. God will will save Joe because Joe's a good guy. But God's not going to save me. Praise God. God will do that for Frank or God will do that for Mary. But God will not do that for me. Praise God. And so we don't believe that God can do that for you. Well, let me give you a little bit of hope here today. 
in John chapter 7 and verse 37, says that in the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Praise God. But he that believeth on me, it's believing, it's faith. You see, everything you get from God is faith. When you first came to God and God saved you, it was faith and believing that God would do what he said he's going to do. And he would save you. Praise God. In Second Peter 3 and 9, it said, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. As some men count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish. Is there anybody in this room today? Aren't we all anyone? God is willing, praise God, to save us. Amen. That promise is mine, and I need to accept it. And it doesn't do Calvary any good if you don't believe that God is willing to forgive you of your sins and to save you. Praise God. 1 Timothy 2 and 3 says, For this is a good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved. God wants all men to be saved. He wants everyone to be saved. And we have to have faith in that. We've got to believe that. We've got to believe that God is willing to have all men to be saved. Praise God. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man. And that man is Christ, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. You see, it is my faith that brings me to Christ. You know, part of coming to the Lord is the salvational message coming to Him and believing Him. And that is, that is the door that opens up. It is the faith that brings us to the Lord. Romans 1 and 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. What? To everyone that believeth. You see, the salvational message is the thing that we must believe. We must have faith in that message. We must believe, praise God, in that message. And so when we can't come to the Lord, we come to the Lord and we say, Lord, I, I want to repent. Lord, I want to be baptized in your name like they did in the book of Acts, all through the book of Acts. God, I want your spirit living in my life. I want to I die. I want to be buried. I want to be resurrected. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But it is that faith in that and believing in that, praise God, that is the basis. And it is not only just believing in that, but belief and faith is something that has to take us through the rest of our lives. Praise God. But it, the Bible tells us that our power comes in our faith and believing. It's believing in our, that's where our power is. When we go through trials and we go through tests, 
It is our faith in Him. When we have to stand still and say, God, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand. You know, I was talking to the Lord today about some things. And uh, um, I'll just be transparent with you tonight. I kind of just a little bit argue with God. I see things that are happening in the world and things that are happening around. And I just told him today, I said, God, I know in my heart I want what's best for you. God, I know in your heart you want what's best for you. The only difference between me and you, God, is I don't know what I'm doing. And you do. That's what I told him. I see things. I say, Lord, you can touch that. You can fix that. You can help that. Lord, I've tried my best to try to make things right. But you can just touch that. You can do that. Why do you let that happen? Why do you let those things go on? That's what I deal with in my mind. But this morning I was praying and I said, Lord, I know I want what's best. You know, I mean, when we have a snowy day, it could be great Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday could be a snowy day. And we have to cancel church. And because our parking lot is built on a slope, we got to do it because everybody will slide in the corner. And I'm like, Lord, you could have gave us a flat parking lot. Lord, you could have let it snow on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Praise God. Lord, you could, have, you could have done this. You could have done that. Lord, I, you know, but I just told him. I said, Lord, I, I try my best to do for you. I know you want the best for you. I said, the only difference is you know everything and I don't. So um, if there's a vote in here, you want to vote. So it's, we're just going to go with what you want. You ever feel like that? Praise God. You ever feel like that? Amen. And so, but you have to have faith in God. You have to trust him. You have to say, Lord, I am just trusting you. Praise God. Because you see, salvation faith, we get what is called salvation faith. When you come to the Lord, you come through the door of salvation faith. And that salvation faith is believing the word for your salvation. Believe in the Lord to do what he tells you to do. Believe in the Lord, praise God, to uh, believe that God is willing to accept you. You see, because when the devil causes you to doubt what God is doing in your life, you aren't putting yourself down. You're actually putting God down. Praise God. Don't you? I just love it. When I go to do a job for somebody and they question the job I'm going to do. You don't think I can do the job? You don't, you know, I walk in to do windows and all of a sudden, you know, what are you doing them with squeegee for? We do them with paper towels. I'm like, if, if you know how to do windows, just do them yourself, you know? But we... But when you have faith that God is willing to save you, I'll have you to know something tonight. That's one thing I'm glad I don't struggle with. I just believe God is going to take care of me. I just do. 
Uh, I do struggle a little bit with it when I see things. I do struggle with it, but I just, I don't have a problem believing that God is willing to forgive me. And it's not because I've been a good boy, because I haven't. I've been a bad boy at times. But it's because I just trust God to forgive me. I'm going to say this tonight. Didn't expect this. If you're struggling with God forgiving you, you're probably also struggling to forgive others. If you're struggling to accept others, you're probably struggling to accept yourself. Because if you can forgive others, then God can forgive you. The Bible says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Praise God. And the thing of it is, if the devil can work on you, oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. If the devil can work on you to not be forgiving of others, it's going to come back and bite you. Because when you stand before God, you're not going to trust him to forgive you. But if you are the type of person, because we basically think that everybody thinks like we think. You know, it bothered me when people don't trust me. Because I thought, why don't you trust me? I trust you. And then I found out they couldn't be trusted. And they thought I was like them. We all basically think that other people think like we do, and we don't. When you have a conversation with someone, listen to them and find out how they think. Because you may find out they think differently than you do. And that's okay. But, getting back on the message today... Our salvation comes to us by having faith in the Lord being able to forgive us. We not only have to walk through what I'm going to call the door of salvation in doing what God tells us to do, the salvational message, the holiness without no man shall see the Lord everything. We not only have to walk through the door of what God has to tell us to do. But faith is not a one-time thing. Faith is a continual thing. I have to have faith every day. Philippians 3 and 9 says, And being found in Him, not, only, not having mine own righteousness, not being righteous just myself, I mean of my own. You see, what I do every day is not my righteousness. It's His righteousness. I have to have faith in His righteousness. He lives in me. And that takes faith. That takes faith to do that. Praise God. When I was a little boy, they had this airplane that uh, was on a string. And when you did this, the airplane went up. When you did that, the airplane went down. And it was one of these airplanes, and I always wanted one, and they bought me one. And so uh, we got it, and, and you would run it on a, a little bit of a, a concrete, and then you would bring the plane up, and then you'd just fly it. You'd take it up a little bit. You'd take it down a little bit. You'd take it up a little bit. You'd take it down a little bit. And then whenever you wanted to land it, you just brought it down, and you landed it. And there was a gentleman by the name of Cheryl, 
And Cheryl uh, flew these planes. I never flew one, but he flew it. So he was going to show me how to do it. And uh, so we got out there, and he got a hold of my hand. And for some reason, I decided I was going to do it. And so I would not relinquish to him and allow him to control it. And it kind of went up and back down and crashed, and it was done. And we've just got to let the Lord have control. You know, and to think about it, if after a few laps, I would have got the hang of it, he could have let off a little bit and said, okay, try it yourself now. You know, and that's what happens when we come to the Lord. We come to the Lord, and uh, uh, someone who first comes to God Amen. They need the Lord all the time. We always need the Lord. Don't get me wrong. But they're leaning on the Lord all the time. And then what happens after a little while, I begin to learn how to live for the Lord. It's called a habit. I start having a habit of live for God. I start getting up and I'm praying. I don't go to the bar. I pray. I don't do that. I do this. I do that. I do that. Because, amen, I have learned to live in the Lord. So it's hard at first. But after a period of time, you get into a place where you're close to the Lord. Not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, that which is of faith uh, of Christ. The righteousness, which is as God by faith. It is believing in God. I live by faith. That I may know him. <clears throat> that the Lord that I may know him, I may begin to learn to live in him. I'll begin to know, praise God, about God. I'll know him. I mean, I don't know about you, but in my life, I just like know God. When I get in, in the presence of the Lord, I know him. I know his feeling. Uh, when my wife answers the phone, I know her voice. And that's one thing Christy Kay loves to do. She loves to answer my mother's, her, her mother's phone. Praise God. But I know her. I know her voice. I know her walk. I know her mannerisms. Praise God. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and being conformable unto his death. You see, when I was buried with him in baptism... That was my faith. You know, we were out at the, out at the um, stream out there. And uh, Beaver Lake. Well, not Beaver Lake, but Beaver Creek. We was out at the creek. And when we got there, they were having a beer party. And they were swimming. And they were uh, having a bunch of fun. And they were drunk. And we asked them, is it? Okay, we had eight people to baptize. Is it okay if we take these eight people out and baptize them? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. So we had a little bit of church, and then we took all them out and baptized them, all eight of them. And when we had baptized them, there was somebody that was, there was one of them that was really drunk up on the bank. And he just felt the goodness of God and the things of God. And he said, he come running down the bank, and he said, I want to be baptized. And I said, hold off. I said, I need you to know what you're doing. I need to get with you. He was drunk. 
And then after that, I could not talk to him. He didn't want to be baptized. You see, when I took them people down, if I would have put him down in the water and brought him up, all he would have got was wet. He would have not been saved. Because his faith was not in Christ. When you were buried with him in baptism, your faith, you have to believe that the Lord is going to wash away your sins. And it's that faith. You need to do the action. But it's not the action that saves you. It's the faith in that action. It's the belief that God has forgiven me and washed it away. Otherwise, you will just go down a wet, a dry center and come up a wet one. So here, he is saying in Philippians, he's saying in the power of the resurrection and the fellowship of the sufferings, being made conformable to his death, when you go down, when you went down in that water and you died out with your repentance, you became conformable with him in his death. And how did you do that? You did that by believing that God was doing that for you. If by any means that I might be in the resurrection of the dead. Praise God. So as Christ went down into that tomb, And came up walking in the spirit. When you were buried in water baptism. And you came up out of that water. You from that point on. You had to walk with Christ according to faith. You had to believe. I'm telling you today. If you have faith. You will make it. But if you're a very good person and you don't have faith, you're not going to make it. Because it is faith that's going to save you. Let me just say it like this. When you get to heaven, the only reason you're going to be there is because you believed God. And I'm talking about more than just believing God and saying, I believe God. Abraham could have said, I believe God, but if he would have never left his home country, he would have never known. Noah could have said, I believe God, I believe there's going to be an ark, I mean, I believe there's going to be a flood, but if he would have never built the ark, he would have never served his Savior. Our belief is in our actions and what we do. Can you say praise the Lord today? So, Colossians 2 and 12 said, that's why Paul tells the Colossians in Colossians 2 and 12, he said, I'm buried with him in baptism. When I'm put down, everyone in the New Testament, that they put them down in the name of the Lord Jesus, every one of them was buried with him in baptism. When you were baptized, you were buried with him in baptism. And your faith in that, your faith in Christ, your faith in what Christ did for Calvary, it is an example. What you're saying is, you're saying, I believe that Christ died on that cross for me. I believe that Christ was buried in that tomb 
for me. I believe that Christ came up out of that tomb in the spirit for me. And so to do that, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be I'm going to die out to my sins. I'm going to be buried in his name. And I'm going, that's why they used the name of Jesus, because it was the act of Christ that did what he did. It wasn't the act of what God did in heaven or the act of what the Holy Ghost does for us today. It was the act of Christ that did that. That's why his name was said all through the book of Acts. Praise God. But when you're buried with him in baptism, it's because of your faith in that. We've got to keep that faith. I'm telling you, there are things that happen every day. Time is not going to get better. The world is not going to get any better. We have to stay in faith. We've got to continue to believe our salvation. There are some people who had a salvational belief. They were believed and were saved. But then they quit believing and became lost in him. You've got to continue to have that faith and to hold on to that faith. Paul tells the Colossians, buried with him in baptism, where also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God. You understand that when you were buried in baptism and whenever you come up out of that water, that you were, you had faith in that to forgive you of your sins and to save your soul. So what happens to people that are in unbelief? Hebrews 4 and 1 says, Let us fear, let us therefore fear, lest the promise of being left us of entering unto his rest. In other words, entering into the the, the rest. I don't know about you, but living for the Lord is a lot more peaceful for me than when I was living in the world. Do you know what makes us miserable living for the Lord? And that is when we desire to live in the world. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that makes me. When I'm living for the Lord, when I'm living, when I was living in the world, I never had rest. <clears throat> never had rest. When I lived for the Lord, I had rest. Whenever I desired the world, I didn't have rest. But as long as I lived for the Lord, I had re- I have rest. Praise God. Amen. You know, you'll never find rest in the flesh. But you'll always find rest in the spirit. If you live in the flesh, you'll never find rest. But if you live in the spirit. And I'm probably going to be teaching on it Wednesday nights if the Lord allows me. But I was thinking, amen, that the reason that the world does not live for the Lord is basically because we were born in the flesh and our desires is of the flesh Basically, we have to crucify those desires. That's why it's so much easier to live in the world than it is in the church. But Hebrews 4 and 1 says, Let us therefore fear, lest the promise of being left us of entering unto his rest. 
any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached. In other words, God gave us the gospel. He tells us what to do. I'm just going to open it all up today. Everything that's in that word of God, we must do, we must obey, we must believe. We must apply to our lives. Everything from the way we come to God to the way we live for God. And that hits every one of us. Every day we struggle with our own unbeliefs and our own situations. Every day we face our own troubles and our own trials. But the bottom line is we've got to have the faith to get through those trials. We've got to believe God. We've got to believe that God is God and that he knows what he's doing and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You can argue with God. You can fight with God. And I, I can't say that's probably a bad thing. I kind of, I told God, I said, God, you know what I'm struggling with. You know what goes on in this mind. Lord, you got to help me. Praise God. Of course, I'm sorry y'all don't do that, but that's fine. Amen. Just let me ramble a little bit. Praise God. Y'all don't struggle with things going on in your life wondering faith. Y'all got so much faith. I don't know why I'm teaching it today. But anyways, we've all got faith. We all got to have faith to live every day. For unto us was the gospel preached as well unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Now, we can look at one thing in the Bible that somebody else isn't doing, and we can say, you probably thought in your mind, yeah, that's right. I did try to tell them about that, but they didn't. But you can't do anything about them. What about you? What about you? You see, the Bible is not to judge others. The Bible is to judge ourselves. Ooh, this is good. Thank you, Lord. And you know the people that struggle the most are the people that judge others the most and don't judge themselves. It's on live stream. If you didn't understand that, you could listen to it again. Anyways, I'm just having fun here tonight, today. Don't take me wrong. Verse 2, for unto us was the gospel preached as well unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. In them that heard it. You see every day. You've got to just have the faith. To believe God. For we which have believed. Do enter into the rest. Do you know that's not just talking about gospel. Let's just give you a scenario. I wake up in the morning. I've got a lot of work. I've got jobs that are half done. And it's a rainy day. And now those jobs that I had to do today, I can't bill because I've got to do. And so then it's a rainy day all day long. And why, Lord, could you not make... You know, for the longest time, it was sunny and nice, beautiful window washing weather on Sundays. And Monday it was rainy. Lord, why couldn't you make it rain on Sunday? Help me out down here. You know? And so every day, we've got to believe the Lord. Praise God. Because if we don't, we're not going to live in the rest. Let me just say this and I'm going to let you go. If you're not happy 
First of all, you can be. And second of all, it, might, it is because you don't have faith in God. Because number one, if you had faith in God, you would believe Him for where you are. Number two, if you, oh, this is so good. If you had faith in God, you would do what you need to do to get you out of that unrestful place. Praise God. But if you just have faith, if you have faith and believe God and trust Him, so all you have to do is live by faith. Live by faith to do what the Word of the Lord tells you to, and then live by faith by trusting. And I, I had a scripture, but um, I didn't know where it went. I didn't see. I must have lost it somehow. But it said, praise God, that we live from faith to faith. We live from faith to faith. Praise God. Our faith has to come to God every day. We lift from him from faith to faith. It's faith to faith. Amen. It's a continual thing. Oh, okay. Romans 1 and 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Faith is not just a one thing, time thing. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. So when something comes up against you this week, just all of a sudden think, I've got to live by faith. I've got to live by faith. No matter what hits you, no matter what comes your way, I've got to live by faith. I've got to live by faith. I've got to live by faith. You know, the Bible says, unless you become like little children. Have you ever seen little children? They never worry about anything. Big old storm could come through. They really don't worry about it. The power goes out. They're so excited because they're going to light candles. They just got faith in the parents. Praise God. It's not until the parents get scared that the kids get scared, technically. And the Bible said, unless you become like little children. So whatever comes your way this week, say to yourself, I've got to have faith because God's going to take me through. God's, and I'm going to tell you something. You will make it better if you don't live in fear because fear will mess you up. Fear will jam you up. Fear will cause you to not make good decisions or to do big things. But if you keep your peace, amen, God We'll see you through. That's the best way to make it through is just believe God. Let's all stand. Praise God. How many love the Lord today? How many is glad that he's your God? I'm glad he's our God. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we love you, God, and praise you, Jesus, for this day. God, I thank you, Lord, for what you've done, what you're doing, what you're going to do. God, I'm glad you're our Savior and you're our keeper. God, I'm asking you, Lord, to help me, dear Lord. And help us to depart from this place, but not from your presence. But God, keep us in your will. And God, we're going to give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen?